What's up, sports fans? Thank you again for tuning in to the Nerds Who Live podcast. As always, I'm your host, Nicholas, and we got another episode again for you today. And look at me staying on my schedule finally after, I don't know, a few weeks of just not having regularity. But such is life. I'm not going anywhere. As long as you folks aren't going anywhere, oh, that's not probably true. I probably would still do it, even if nobody's listening. For you, you, the person listening right now, I appreciate you. Anyway, so today on the Nerds Who Live podcast, guys, I have another brother from the Great Wide North up in Edmonton, Canada. Pretty sure he's also in Edmonton. Mr. Alex Fenner. And Alex has been powerlifting uh, since he was an early teenager, well over 10 years. And he is a career equipped lifter. Which means, that's right, he uses squat suit, bench shirt, and a deadlift suit. And I'm excited. We haven't really had any other gear lifters on the show except for Mr. Jack Canberra and Stacia and from Hawaii. And, you know, we covered a little bit back then. I thought it'd be really cool to get, obviously, somebody else from, you know, really another lifting culture, a different country, Um who has been doing it that long, who still does equip lifting to kind of get release take on that. Um, I'd love to get his take on, you know, raw as that helps into his training. If he does any of it, um, I know he does. I've seen him and honestly, that'd be really fun. He's a very humble person and, uh, strong. He's a strong motherfucker. So I'm excited to have him on. I'm always excited to have different and unique people perspectives journeys on the show share them with you guys and get to know them that's really the goal of this show because i think so many of us have learned something really cool from someone really special that we just met at the gym struck up a conversation ends up being one of the best conversations of your life and that's really what i wanted to recreate with the show you know is give you exposure and me exposure to those people and try to just recreate those organic moments where you just you know vibe with somebody you know, over a common passion and, uh, you learn something. So that's what we're here to do. We're nerds. We learn and we lift and yeah, that's the name of the game. So without further ado, give a shout out to our sponsors, Viking performance. Thank you. As always the best chalk around the best athletic wear. If you haven't checked them out and you're listening at this point, you should really get your shit together. So yeah, guys also, um, by the time you hear this, it will be on Friday, which is going to be the sixth and I will be getting ready to head into my meet, my competition on Sunday, the 8th of December, be my third competition here, at my home gym, hometown in Ventura at the KO gym. It's our uh, festival of strength or holiday festival of strength meet that they do at the gym. Uh, all of my friends and my lifting partners have all done it at one point and it's my turn. So I'm uh, hoping to finally have a good meet after my other two not being so great. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, if you hear this, I'll be gearing up for that. So uh, I am planning, I enlisted one of my friends, Will, to uh, do the live stream of my flights. So he's going to live stream just my whole flight. 
everybody in it, including myself. That way, just easier that way. We'll live stream the whole thing um, of my flights. Um, so if you want to watch, check out. It'll be on my personal Instagram, not the Nerds Who Lip Instagram. It'll just be a little easier that way. Um, but of course, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll try to be tech savvy and figure it out. Anyway, so just a heads up. On the 8th, you can look on my personal Instagram and uh, look out for that live of my flights. And hopefully I do okay. And I don't disappoint you. All right. Without further ado, nerds, let's get Mr. Alex Fenner on the show. Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? What are you up to? Oh, just hanging out with your nose. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You're good. Okay, cool. Cool. Nice. So, were you able to get some food in you? Oh, yeah, I definitely got some food in me. <laughs> good. Oh, hey, what's up, Amber? <laughs> nice. Uh, so, how are you, man? Overall, oh, not, too bad, yeah. not too bad. Not too bad. I'm. I got my meat coming up this week, so I've just been, uh, you know, just getting ready for that. Uh, Sunday, it? it is. It is Sunday. So yeah, I'm the first flight of the day, so I'll start, you know, nine nine thirty in the morning. So I'll be first flight to go yeah. off. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it should be. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully, it's pretty. I mean, it'll be my third one. So, my other first two, of course, you know, they're my first ones. They don't ever go off as planned, so I'm hoping to do a little better this time around. <laughs> so, oh, that's pretty much every, every powerlifting means. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, that's yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. When, when was you've, – you've been, you've been lifting for, you know, quite a while. I remember Amber telling me, uh, when was your first meet? Oh, jeez. My first meet would have been when I was 17, so seven years ago, eight years ago. Years ago? Okay. So you're, so you're what? You're about 26 then? 25. 25? Okay. Yeah, seven years ago. It was roughly like 16, 17 years older. Nice. And and you do equipped lifting, so was that equipped back then as well? No, no. That was about as raw as you can get in the IPF. No. Nice. <laughs> No, 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 ultra raw, no sleeves, no belt, just. <laughs> no, I think I had some, uh, some neoprene sleeves, whatever the hell they were, I can't remember. They weren't the greatest, I can use them as elbow sleeves now, so. Oh, nice. Um, so what, if you, you started there, so what, when did you start then, uh, with equip lifting? I would, I would have started equip lifting probably, I want to say, 2013, okay. 2012 maybe right around that. So I first got my first set of briefs and squat suit and all that stuff. Nice. So I used to train with uh, Brad Damon with Spruce Grove there. Nice. And then when was your first then like equipped meet or you know with everything? My first equipped meet would have been 2015. Yeah. Except three years ago. Okay. Yeah, it took a long time to figure out briefs yeah. and buying squat suits and what sizes you need and all that kind of stuff, right? We're just learning. We're horrible power lifters. <laughs> I don't think anybody's a good power lifter, <laughs> really. Oh no, we did. We did things that we were just like, oh, like we did. Uh, 
Well, my first powerlifting meet that Brad, Brad and I did, we we went to it. I bumped on a bench, which was fairly common for me. And then during the squats, we did like we went through the whole meet. Brad ended up totaling. He actually did pretty well. And then the next day, we were talking about the meet, and we realized that when we're putting our squat suits on, we never actually tightened any straps up or anything. We just whatever the warm-up straps were set up <laughs> and how much does that affect it because i'm i haven't squatted with like a briefs or a suit yet i've only seen them um and i've seen them like yeah, well, it, adjusted yeah and when you think about like the straps that if you say say back into the suit mm-hmm. the tighter the straps are the more bind you're gonna get okay so usually if you if you can't hit depth in a squat you want to lose your strap so that you can sit farther back into the hole Okay, so yeah, that then that affects it a lot. Then that's not yeah, a, like if it's really tight, you're gonna have a hard time fighting the weight, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, because I've always yeah, heard. It's completely that, different. Yeah, it's completely different. I mean, I've always heard that that the you know the equipment is is its art in itself, not just because of you know the fact that you have more support, but the things like the straps and everything. Like you have to find, like you said, the sizing what works for you to you know to hit oh, everything yeah, it's, a little, it's a little just like a it's like having a science to power up, i guess a little bit that way but yeah it's just finding what works best for you and like i prefer ins or stuff which i think most equip guys do right ins are metal metal's pretty common too yeah that's the other one I, i've i'm only i've only seen i've really only seen i've seen inser i've seen the metal deadlift suit um and squat suit and uh the, the orange jack one yeah that one yeah that's the those, those are really the only ones that i you at least i see anymore down here and there's only you know pretty few guys who who do equip down here anymore and they're usually kind of the, the older guys so you know yeah, there's, well, there's like there's lots of brands there's titan and then there's also uh the ladies who makes squat suits as well? Like Ginny. Mm-hmm. Is, starts with a G I and N M Y. Okay. She makes pretty good suits. That's what I wore my that's what I wore my last meet there. Nice. And then and then so but you said the injures are your favorite though. Are they is it just like simpler or is it just more of the feel? I just what I'm used to. It. Like I've always worn that OG Leviathan, the white one. Okay. I see. I've seen that one because I've, I've recognized that name. So yeah, that's, the, that's probably one of the more common ones. I think with the bigger name powerlifters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. I, well, I've also I've seen it elite a lot on uh, like Elite FTS. They sell it. So like, if you go, if you if I like, I've been on there uh, and Elite a lot. FTS sells the. They sell like the metal canvas one. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen on there, yeah. Which is pretty close, but it has like straps on the legs, though. It doesn't have anything there. Okay. Oh, so there's even straps on legs sometimes. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's all there's like there's so they're coming out with like new suits like metal has that one with the, like velcro straps on the legs, and then uh, I believe well, Inzer also has the Ultra like the Leviathan Ultra Pro, and that's got like lacing down the side. He came out with zippers at first, but the zippers didn't work very nicely. So they- Went up with laces now. Okay. Amber doesn't like it. She thinks it looks like a corset. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I mean, probably got the design idea. <laughs> you know, it's what what laces up really well and gets really tight. 
corset. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nice to do like gave away, right? Yeah. You don't actually have to like mess around with different suits and stuff. So it's like, that's why I think a lot of guys get it. That's the only reason why I wear it sometimes. I mean, it makes sense. Like, it totally makes sense. Uh, like, yeah, it'd be nice to have it. Yeah, it'd be nice to have it be adjustable like that. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. Um, if you get too fat for your other suits, you can't really use them anymore. You can send backs harder. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. And just getting them on. I've, I've seen some, like, I've seen some, like, crazy, like, different ways that some guys will get their suits on. Like, they'll, like, hang from, like, the top of a bar. You know, with the yeah. straps like connected to it, and just kind of like sit in it, and just like hang there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I don't know. I, I personally like I like that type of briefs, like the like predator briefs that I wear from Minzer. And uh, I like my suit loose. Okay. So is just because right? Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. That's okay. It's just uh, it's just don't like it. Okay. The suit's a little more loose, and the like the pants are tight. I find I can actually sit down a little bit better. I don't have to sit there and fight weights all the time, but my last meet didn't really <laughs> work out the greatest that way. But. Okay. What what happened at the last meet exactly? Uh, well, I took up 925 and I didn't hit depth with it. Okay. And it was too muddy. And then I took up 1,003 and I fought with it for, I was probably in the hole for like three or four seconds trying to sink it, couldn't sink it. And then we took up 1040 and I didn't hit depth again. So it was just like, oh. Oh. It was it was a, it was like a pretty it was a well held, held meet and they were pretty strict on depths which was really a big deal but yeah but still like that's that was my first meet back and I haven't competed in gear since like 20, 2014 ish twenty fifteen okay I mean but still like to be to be in the hole for a few seconds with any weight but let alone like you know over a grand on your back is fucking a long time dude. Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't ideal. That's yeah, I'm surprised you did. Did you like? Did you bust a blood vessel? Because like, both my eyes blue. Okay, I at least to know that you're human. Because <laughs> that's it's ridiculous. But I mean, it's awesome. But it's ridiculous in that end. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. I quite enjoy it. Yeah, I I I, I, I mean, agree. Raw too, all that kind of stuff as well. But. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, you said it's. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's just finding what you like best. I mean, lifting is lifting. I enjoy, I personally enjoy watching both, and I, I really do enjoy learning about both. And like, I, I think the division between the two, especially, the, I don't know if it's up there at all, but of course, down here, there's just the whole, you know, the the, the really silly kind of like rivalry that kind of is perpe- is perpetuated. Like, it's really not true. Like, no one really cares, but I feel like it's perpetuated. When yeah, like yeah, I think it's silly on on both ends. Like, and yeah, and yeah, I think it's it's rarer to find equipped guys who dislike raw like to, with a passion, and it's more it's more the other way because people just like to do it. But I mean, I like both. I I um the gym like my meet where I go, the owner. He's been lifting since like the seventies. He's a really old guy. He's an old school lifter, and so he competed. More than everyone knows. Yeah, seriously, he forgot more. And he just he's I mean, he still lifts like he's an animal, and 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 so he he's obviously he he when he does compete he competes equipped. So in our meets we'll have both. Like there'll be some guys like I know at the last meet where I was spotting and loading there was one guy doing bench only with a bench shirt, only guy doing it, but you know like he always. 
you know, he'll tell equip guys, like, if you want to come, like, you can sign up. We'll, you know, we'll oblige. And we, we've held that, that standard. I know a lot of other places don't, but we always have at my gym. So I think, I think it's fun. Yeah, well, like, most of the meets up here, they have, they'll, they'll have the raw and the equipment. Both sides, you can kind of do whatever. Yeah, see, I think that's kind of how it should be. Like, if you want to, you know, if you want to do a quip, you want to do raw, like, no, like whatever you want, just come and lift the weight, you know? Yeah, it's uh, teach their own. It doesn't go to Yeah. First, or quip over raw. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I think it's, I think it's cool. I mean, I do, like, I would like to try eventually. Like, I mean, obviously it's not so, like, common. Like, there's not, like, guys at the gym with, like, briefs to, like, try on. And, and I know that you have to get the sizes and everything. But if I do... Uh, I look forward to it. Like I, I, I like to try the briefs and the squat suit. I like to try the bench shirt, deadlift suit. Like, you know. Yeah, it's just it's different. It's, it's just completely different. Yeah. Yeah, I feel, but I mean, I, I feel like a lot of the like equipped guys who have done it for a long time, they all say like, it's like you said, it's fun, and but you learn, you'll learn more from you'll you just you'll learn from it. Like, you know, it'll probably help your you know your raw. You know, just in sense of overload, but also just it just makes you much more conscious because you have to be conscious of everything you're doing, like in the lift the whole time. Like you said, like you're down in the hole, like trying to hit depth, and and you couldn't. So they, you know, they say that their attention to detail is a lot greater because of that. So anyway, that's what I've always been told, and I think that was what why I've wanted to try it because I feel like if I can learn something from it, then. And it's fun. I mean, why not? Yeah. Well, the thing I even think is a lot of people that, well, I think a lot of people forget that equipped lifters actually train a lot raw. Yeah. Like, I'd probably say 85 to 90% of my training is raw. Yeah. That was going to be what, like, kind of one of the questions I wanted to ask you was, like, like how much raw do you, you know, is the programming and when and how do you kind of, like, introduce the equipment back in or phase it out? Like, how... How do you, you know how does that wave look in a, like in a regular training block for you? Well, like for a regular training block, it kind of depends on where I find my weaknesses to be. Like right now, I'm currently with uh, being coached by Nate Harvey through Elite FTS. Okay, nice. It, like he's kind of running all my programming right now, but if I, like if I was going to run myself through a college block, it's more just pretty much you find your weaknesses and you try to exploit them. It's like you have your normal dynamic effort, like effort upper days, yeah. dynamic effort lower days. And those days are just, you can change up whatever bars, like cambered bar, duffel bar, safety squat bar. You can you you bench or squat with whatever you want. It doesn't really matter. Right. So it's just kind of, it, it, it has to be geared towards what you need. Yeah. And then like for max effort days, it would be, I prefer like cambered bar, duffel bar. Not a big fan of safety squat bar because it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. For the most part, neighbor bar, duffel bar, just to keep the pressure off your shoulders. Yeah. And if I, if, if I, yeah, I find if I do a lot of straight bar, like my shoulders and elbows. And yeah, we'll get to it. starts to get a little jacked up. Yeah. Uh, just like side note, if I, if I ever meet you in person, you let, let me uh, tear apart your shoulders and your, and your elbow. Uh, I went to school for uh massage, sports massage. And that's, oh, yeah. and it's kind of what I, well, at least what I've like, come to spend, like, kind of, like, really like doing, especially with everyone in our sport. I feel the shoulders and the elbows obviously take a lot of beating in that shoulder girdle. And uh, and I've, I've, I've kind of 
uh, I, I, I tore apart Joe Sullivan. I saw him a few weeks ago in, um, for a workshop, and I, I went to town on his shoulders and his forearms, and he was sweating. Like he was sweating, but because a lot, especially, huh? That's a strong dude, right there. dude. He is a monster. He He's a freak. He is a freak. He's a super nice guy. He let me work in with him in bench too, which was hilarious yeah. because like. I, you know, he was like he he was doing like the, I had to do the same amount for my deadlift that week that he was doing for his like you know for his bench doubles like it was it was stupid. Um, but he's really really nice guy. But yeah, I, I told him the same thing. I was like, hey, I'll, I'll I'll tear you apart. He was like, oh, please do it. But he laid down and I just and I I, I had him out <laughs> I had out to him uh, and tore him up a little bit. But I really enjoy doing it and I feel that everyone in our sport needs it more. And, uh, oh, yeah. so yeah, you know, I'll, uh, I tell everyone, if you like you, your shoulders are fucked up, your elbows are fucked up. Like I'll, like, let, let, let me, let me get a hands on you. I'll, I'll, I'll tear you up a little bit. Uh, definitely go for that. Yeah. Pretty much a walking bandaid all the time. Yeah. And, and the reason I think like we need it in our sport, um, at least specifically the sports massage is called transverse friction. So it's, it's friction going against the grain of the muscle fiber and it helps the muscle release or try to get back to its like original length because obviously especially in our sport it's such heavy weight and there's so much you know load and so the muscles get shorter like even though you're big your muscles compared to probably when you started lifting heavy are probably significant their resting length is probably significantly shorter than when you started even though you're stronger now there and and uh and obviously like the amount of power production that can come from a muscle is contingent on its resting length. So if you can get an experienced strong lifter to get back more natural muscle resting length, like when they started or at least close to it, then they're, they, they will have more power production, uh, already. Like that's, you know, like that's a, that's a theory behind it. So the transverse friction helps like tear that up and help the muscle kind of like let go and reset some of that length. So, well, even like just that feeling better day to day, and like helps, especially with training blocks, right? Like when you get all beat up during a training block and you try to prep for a meet, you can't really prep for a meet when you're all beat up. Yeah, exactly. If you can actually like get tight on the bench and stuff like that, I found this like I get my shoulders worked on. I got them worked on actually yesterday. Yeah. And just everything felt better. (laughs) Yeah, it always does. Like I, I've can, I've actually considered like. But if I ever go to gyms or if I, when I start going to meets, I'm going to start like kind of just like putting out there like, Hey, kick me, whatever. And I'll, I'll tear you up. Like who wants to be torn up? I'll, I'll do it. You know? And cause I enjoy doing it. Like I enjoy helping people. And, uh, and like you said, it, it, they feel better. You know, the body works better and I know how to do it. So I feel like, you know, I, I you know, I want to help, you know, help, help somebody who needs it. So, so yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I'll you know I'll I'll come up I'll come I told Amber like I'll, I want to come up and train with you guys I haven't been to Canada in a long time so I'll come and tear you up. <laughs> yeah, come stay the igloos up here. Uh, you guys have igloos? I don't know. It was that cold? Like, just spelled an igloos out in the front yard. <laughs> yes, that's that's the picture of Canada that us Yanks have. It's just you guys yeah. just playing hockey and building igloos. <laughs> Building dog sleds. Dog sleds, eating Tim Hortons. Like, I don't even know if you eat anything else. I think you just eat Tim Hortons all the time. <laughs> Tomorrow's chili. 
Tim Hortons chili. I, I, have ha- I haven't had that. I've only had the coffee and the donuts. I haven't had anything else. No. So, the I mean, it wasn't the worst I've ever had, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, I'm not a big coffee drinker, though. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I definitely am. I drink, I drink too much coffee, but I didn't care. Like, I just liked it. I was like, I'm in Canada. I was in Vancouver, and I was like, I'll just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You have to, yeah, you have to, have to do it. And so that was fun. Uh, but yeah. Uh, anyway, totally digressed. I apologize. Uh, shit. What was I saying? Or were you? What were you saying? Oh yeah, your, uh, your shoulders be uh, the the. Going for the camber bar in Duffalo, obviously you save your shoulders. Yeah. yeah, just like things like that. Like it all, it changes as per what I think I need if I was running my own block. Right. And how? Do, and how? Sorry, go ahead. And like all your accessory work and all that kind of stuff changes. It's like if I'm having trouble walking over the bench or something like that, I'll work on a lot of triceps, obviously. Yeah. And just little things. Um, and how do you, I know, I know I've heard that like, especially with like a bench shirt, uh, and again, you know, that was kind of another reason, like, uh, you know, wanted to talk because I, at some point I would like you to like break down like the basic like gear setup, like the components. Cause we talk, I've like talked about it with like one or two other lifters, but not really in depth. And I thought it would be fun, but, uh, I do, I have heard that like there are different styles of bench shirt that lifters prefer. Uh, I guess, and so I was going to ask, like, what kind, how do you like your bench shirt, exactly? Uh, well, I, I kind of stick to the, like, the SDP, through insert. Okay. It's just what kind of feels, I, I prefer it the best, and I think it personally it's probably one of the easier bench shirts to learn. Okay. But there, there's also a lot of good tutorial videos out there, like, if you look up, uh, like, there's a lot of guys from Westside that post videos on properly jack up a bench shirt or uh, like properly set into a bench shirt like when you first put your bench shirt on you should have your palms up okay you slide through the arms so you have someone hold the shirt you slide through their arms with your palms up so then when you turn your palms in the shirt will crank in more okay yeah there's like a lot of little things it'd be it's a lot easier to explain in person of course you actually have a shirt there right right and you can actually watch it happen well, yeah, you know, like personally for me, I like to jack the shirt up because then, I like for like for some shirts, if you jack them up, it it doesn't exactly change bar path, but it will change like what you're actually getting out of the shirt. With SDP, you don't really get much more. I personally think with it, if you jack it up, you can change your bar path completely. Mm-hmm. Which I which I like to do because if you get a bigger arch and if you have a big belly, if you jack it up, your bar path's gonna be lower, just like lower down by your stomach. Right. So you get you get a touch easier, right? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. And by jack it up, you mean like pull it up more towards the shoulder? No, you, uh, when you jack up an SDP, you pretty much pull it down, pull like the chest plate down. Okay. And then you pull your tits, you pull your tits out. Okay, okay, so okay. kind of rest in there, and then like, the collar would kind of go just off the side of the shoulder. Okay. Or, like not, like more to the top, top of the shoulder, but on the outside. On the outside, okay. Yeah, I'm glad I asked, because when you say jack up, I'm thinking like you're pulling it up more towards the shoulder as opposed to down. So that's no, you want it down farther. Down farther, which yeah, which is why I asked. When you said that you when you jack it down, jack it up, it'll you get a lower touch point. So that's why I asked. So that yeah. makes sense now. Okay, got it. Um, and then and you say like it, you'll get a lower touch point, and then what about like in compared to like a raw bench? Uh, is it, it it's more triceps or like when you are like you know pulling it down and you're and it's loading, you know once you're getting it off the chest like. 
you know what you know kind of what's the driver there in as opposed to the raw bench well well i'd say like especially for like a clip bench it's a lot of your lats because that's what stabilizes everything yeah and then a lot of patience and a lot of learning how to actually touch in a shirt Mm-hmm. And then when you fire, when you fire up through, it's just it's all locking out, so it's all triceps. Okay. Pretty much, I'd say pretty much from like a, a two to three board, two and a half board up, it's all triceps. Okay, that makes sense. I I can follow that. It makes yeah. What's when you're when you're trying to like you know bring it to touch? Are you think do you think about rowing the bar? Because it's a pretty common I think cue, especially you know in you know in raw benches you want to row the bar to your touch point. Um, you know, so, you know, try to get your lats involved. Is that the same thing or is it more of like kind of just guiding it down and letting the shirt do the work? Uh, well, for like, if I'm trying to touch in a shirt, I do try to get it, get it there as fast as possible, obviously. So you don't have it in your hands for that long. Yeah. So when I'm coming down, I do try to pull it and then try to tuck my elbows in. Okay. Because the more you tuck your elbows, the more you're going to stretch that chest plate too. Right. Like there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of different techniques, right? Like a lot of guys say they flare pretty much. They flare their elbows out to a little like a three or two board, and then they start to tuck. And then like I've had Scott Mendelson tell me that he likes they just tucks his elbows and yeah. his belly up. You pretty much want to crank your belly up and pull the bar to your belly. Yeah, is the basic gist of it. Yeah. Uh, also, just FYI, uh, Scott's gym is like an hour, uh, or give or take, from my house. So, you know, oh, yeah. if you and Amber come down, we can go there. Just saying. I would definitely go there. Yeah. I, 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 got, I tried to go there before it was closed, and I called him, uh, which he answered, and he was really nice. He was really nice, and he was like, oh, yeah, we're closed today. Sorry, or, you know, like for, for guests. But uh, he was really cool, and I, so I've still been wanting to train there. So if you guys need an incentive to come down, I'm just saying we can do that. Yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely have to check that out for sure. Yeah, he invited me down a while back when I used to train. He used to get programming from him. Okay, nice. Yeah, he was really nice. He was really when I talked to oh, him. He's a super nice guy. He was cool. So I've definitely been been hankering to go and train there. So he's a big fucking dude too. Yeah, he really is. He's still still strong. Like it's ridiculous. Not very hard. making a comeback. This. Yeah, I was. I actually just. I think it was yesterday. You know, like I saw on Instagram, like one of his. You know, him him training, and he was in a shirt. And I don't know. Like, I don't know how many even how many kilo like how many reds he had on there, but it, it was for a board. It was like a one or two board press in his shirt. And it was just, yeah, yeah, and it was, uh, probably dude, like it was, it was insane. And just to watch that thing move and I I love watching him bench. So it's, it's great. Like I I thought it was really cool. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see him come back. Um, but yeah, so yeah, just as an incentive, you guys come down and visit, we can go down there. So, um, I think that's like I was gonna say, especially with the elbows like tucking in. Uh, I hear that like I was actually when I first started to learn to bench, I heard that like I was you know like you know pull your elbows in, um, which I admit actually like jacked up my bench for a long time because uh, it was really hard on my shoulders um, and obviously not, not you know not having a shirt and and now to like stack you know I've actually had to like reteach myself to pull pull the bar apart and so I kind of you know, kind of row it that yeah. way. So it's more of like, a, more, it's like a, more like a, you know, pulling the bar apart, like a, like a seated row. 
you know, in pulling, yeah, pulling it in. That's the same thing. Like, that's a, the same cue with clip benching, too, is just put, like, trying to pull the bar apart. Yeah. Yeah. That's what engages everything, too, right? Yeah, exactly. So I, but I, I heard the elbow tuck, so I would try to like, get, like twist and tuck my elbows in to bring it down, and uh, but then coming off the chest, I was I was horrible because I obviously didn't have a shirt to give me the you know to give that recoil there. So yeah, I don't know if you'd have to tuck that hard or all that trade. Yeah, you re- you really don't, if any, like now, like at least from my experience, like so far of what's been helping me. Like I honestly don't even tuck at all. Um, like I keep my elbows like over, like right underneath my wrists. Um, it's like I said, it's more of just like a like a seated row, just pulling it straight straight down. Um, yeah. There's like maybe a very slight like n- like minute touch. I mean, a r- um, tuck. Um, but yeah, because uh, essentially what would happen? Because I could I could tuck a lot. Cause I, I'm really flexible. Like I, you've seen me bench. Like I have a pretty decent arch, and I'm I'm flexible in my shoulders. So I could I could literally on a pretty wide position get my elbows all the way in, and I could row. I could you know I could pull it in and control it. But on the way up, I would just have no pop. So I would just kind of get stuck there, and I would try to like even flare again like that, and um, yeah. just wouldn't go anywhere. Just, just get stuck there. <laughs> it would feel like yeah, shit. It's like you gotta find where it's, where it's comfortable for you, too, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I just think that that's a cue that like carried over from geared lifting that I hear people use, but they don't put it in context. So no. they just, you know, so they just you have guys trying that without without realizing the difference of like how much, and they just like and they over tuck a lot. So you see yeah. a lot of over tuck, and uh, a lot. Of, like so, the, the major, the major cues I've gotten for raw benching would be just like trying to bend the bar yeah like, bend the bar like torque that bar up so yep. we torque it up you're engaging like your lats mm-hmm. everybody's getting engaged right yeah exactly yeah and that, and that is what that's what i try to do i try to tear it apart and like bend it at the same time so that's why i get like that little maybe that little bit of a of a tuck in the elbow on the way down because i am trying to like to bend it at the pinky um but still try to keep it stacked and so then when i drive up there's a little bit of a, of a flare like coming up to get some momentum and back. And that's what's helped. And I have a, I have a horrible bench. Like uh, I'm hoping it'll get better. I think it's a little bit better, but um, I, I've definitely tried to be more of a, that's why I, I like really watch Scott, uh, you know, you know, a, a lot. Um, Cause you know, if you're, for me anyway, if I'm bad at something, I want to like obsess about it until I get not as bad at it. So, uh, to some degree, but, um, what about, the the, uh, deadlifts? So like, what, do you use, a, you have a separate deadlift suit as opposed to your squat suit, correct? Uh, I don't personally, I just use my squat suit. Okay. So you can't, you can use them both. Cause I, I was under yeah, the impression they were different. Really the straps up too okay. For a deadlift, but it, like a deadlift virtually the same as... What well, you do raw? Like nothing really changes. Nothing really changes. So, okay. So then, how much? Then, like, what? Then, if, when you have the suit on, then, like, how, what are you? I guess actually, like, what is it helping? Like, obviously, for like squat, it's you know coming, you know, sink sitting into it and coming out. Um, you know, what what does this? What does the suit help in terms of the pull? Well, like, 
the, 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 the cue, like, pull the slack out of the bar. Yeah. So, like, when you're in a suit, yeah, you pretty much pull the slack out of the bar when you're trying to pull yourself into the bar. Okay, it makes sense. Like, try, when you're trying to stick your hips down a little bit, you got to, like, pull yourself into the bar to tighten that suit up, so you do get a little pop out of the hole. Okay. And put it on the floor, and then it's all... Like I imagine this suit does help a little bit when you're coming out too with a deadlift, but but not as much. No, like I, like I said, I don't have my suit that tight because I just don't enjoy it that tight. Like if I if I get a tight suit, I can't make it to the bar at all. So. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. I, it makes sense coming out of the hole, like because it, if it's because yeah. yeah, they say the same thing. Like pull a slack out of the bar. Um, you know, no matter what you're doing, so you're almost you're trying to to already like be pulling up, even though you haven't started pulling. Uh, yeah. And it makes well, sense. I pulled, yeah, I've been pulled a key really for quite a while, so I'm still trying to relearn how to pull the key again. Yeah, actually, the Joe, Joe Sullivan just came out with that one little post there on building the house or whatever. Yep, building the house. Yep, uh, pulling your hips in. That yep. actually was a that, that was a very good cue for me at least. Yeah, yeah, that's that's been money for me. Um, yeah. Also, so because like uh, so I. Uh, Scott Miller of Stronghouse does my programming, and him and he and he also does Joe's programming now, and they're the ones that've been doing like the workshops together. That's when I saw him. I went down there for that, and uh, so Scott has also been gives me those the same cues as like Joe. So they kind of go back and forth. It's been kind of cool. It's like having two coaches. Like he gives me the same cues that he gives Joe, and then Joe is also coaching him in return. So then I also get the same cues. You know that Joe gives him also to me. You know there is that synergistic. So it's been kind of cool because I kind of get to pick both of their brains. You know, um, in that sense. And the pull, pulling your hips to the bar. Even though I, I pull conventional right now, I started in sumo, but it, it it looked like in my off season my conventional was moving better. So we were like, oh, we'll just stick with that for this meet and see how it goes. And uh, but I still treat it the same. Like I still try to like just pull my hips to the bar, even though it's conventional. So. Yeah, I, I, I pull, like I kind of pull either way. Depending on how my hips are, like my hip mobility is not the greatest lately, so I usually pull sumo now. I mean, not sumo, sorry, not conventional. Mm-hmm. But before I did pull sumo, I, what I thought was wedging was wedging my hips down. Right. But I'm actually wedging them into the bar up high. Yeah. And if you think about it, you look at like all the, the great sumo pullers up there, like Yuri Belkin and all those guys. Yeah. Came up, like they all have their heads are really high, right? Close to the bar. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I, I mean. So, what, there's just something they pointed, they, they pointed out, I guess, that I never really noticed. Yeah. Yeah, that was, one of the best cues I got from Scott was he's like, you want your hips as high as possible, yet as close as possible. So it's like you, it's like it's like a it's like a line graph. Like you try to find that point. Like where is it where it's high as possible, yet it's also as close as possible, and yeah. you try to find that point, and that's your that's your that's your starting point. That's where you want your pull to start. Is if you can find the the medium between those two spots. Yeah. So that makes sense. So um, what would be like a full? I mean, we kind of thought, but just as like for like, if you were telling a beginner what they needed to like. You know, to start to do a full equipped lifting, like what's the whole like setup that they would need for that? Like, I would say start off with like a set of not really tight briefs but loose briefs. Uh-huh. So, like if you, there's there's competition fit, then there's training fit. I would start with a training fit brief. Either 
whatever brand you'd want, like you choose, like you can go with metal or Titan or Pinsir. But uh, that's what I would start with for at least six to eight months, just to kind of learn that. Yeah. And then you can incorporate the suit and learn how to touch on the box and all that kind of all that kind of training. Like you get, you know, like I would train with the briefs, and then I would train straps down for a little bit, and then I put the straps out. Okay. Or maybe a couple of free squats, and then for as long as, as far as bench goes, it would. That's just all. Like you get your bench shirt. I wouldn't get a very tight bench shirt to start with either. Yeah. And work to a three board, and then bring it down to a two board, and then bring it to a one board. And yeah. then learn how to touch, right? Right. That makes so, sense. It's not. It's not like complicated training. It's pretty simple. Right. It just has a lot of more steps. Definitely. Yeah. Like right now, I'm trying to. I want to bench 800 in my next meet. Uh huh. So my big plan is I'm going to try this out at least. I'm going to bring. I brought it to a four board for a double my last training session, and I'm going to try to bring it to a three board for a single, and then to a two board for a single, and then see if I can bring it to a one board for a single. Nice. One of my um, one of my friends actually, Ryan Zelke, brought. He used to do this in his deadlifts. Like he would keep doing from blocks, and he just keep lowering the blocks until he could pull it from the floor. Yeah. So I'm gonna try his method for a bench and see how that works. Yeah, might might as well. I mean, I mean, it makes sense because like you're giving your body like a slowly, like you're giving it the same stimulus of the weight, and then you're you know you're changing one small variable, but still keeping the weight the same so you get used to it. Like yeah, yeah, it's it, it's like you said it's simple. Like it makes sense. Like it's logical. Like okay, cool. Like have your body adapt to that. And then give it something yeah. else. Then I'm also like trying to gain weight too. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to get to like 300 for May. Okay. So that's that will also change a lot of things with like your gear fits. Right. And you're like what 275 uh, right now? Yeah, I was 276 or 275 right now. Nice. I that was I was shooting in the dark just from like when I last saw you lift. So I was trying to yeah. kind of shoot. So cool. Got an eye. Um. Have you have you always been pretty much like in that weight class, or did you like, or were you not? Do you kind of bulk up there? Or were you just naturally kind of big? I never cut for meat in my entire life. Yet. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Like, my very first comp equipped was I was in two forty twos, and I think I was weighing it at like two forty four. Right. So if you want to call that a cut, I lost two pounds. Yeah, uh, not really. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just that's just you taking a shit, boss. That's just you taking a yeah, shit. Pretty well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. I was almost competing 275s. Nice. I never really bothered to cut. I mean, there's not a whole lot of like, there's a lot of strong people out here, but there's not a whole lot of like crazy competition at me because you can pretty much go to me. Yeah. They might have like one or two guys in your weight class. And you get yeah. The higher weight classes, the 220s and 242s, there's a lot of lefters I find. Yeah. But the 275s and 308s and super heavies, it's kind of when you start to get lower numbers, right? Yeah. That makes sense. So really yeah, that makes yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, do you have another meet picked out? Yeah, it's uh, May twenty third. May twenty third. Cool. Where, where will it be? Yeah, yeah it's up in Prince George, DC. Okay, how far is that from where you are? Uh, it's like a six and a half seven hour drive. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's okay. not terrible. I've competed at that meet, like, right, probably two years ago, two and a half years ago. Thanks. So now that Expeditioning's gym. 
Oh, all right, nice. And then you, you just, you just, uh, will you drive over there or will you fly? I'll drive. Yeah. I don't like planes. I fly too much for work anyway, so. Okay. What do you, what do you, what do you do for work? Uh, I have a dude mechanic. Okay. Yeah, so I work, like, pretty much just shift work at 16 and 12, so 15 days on, 12 days off. All right. Wow. That's, I mean, that's kind of cool, yeah, 16 days on, but it's it, a long. It changes journey, that's, that's for sure, like, when I'm out of town. Yeah. I train at, like, it's a dull grocery store. It's like, small <laughs> town, so yeah. in the middle of nowhere. So they just have, like, a bunch of shitty bars and shitty weights and small yeah, bells yeah. and pretty much whatever you can make work there. Like, the bar is bent at 500. Yeah. So it's all raw training out there. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, at least at least you can you can definitely say you train lots of raw, for sure. Oh yeah, I didn't, like I don't have any spotters or anything ever out there. Yeah, hey, so can- a lot of it's just like you better hit this. Yeah. Ugh. That's that's a lot. So are you, so when you say you're gone for twelve, so it's just like are you in one spot for twelve days, or is it yeah, like I'm they not, move you around? I'm not sixteen days. Oh, I'm sorry. So you're gone sixteen days and then you're off for twelve. Yeah, Got it. and then like uh, I'll fly. So I'm counting the 16 days. So, like my two, it uses the 14, 14 shift of my two, like one day off, like on either on either it's travel. Okay, I see. So I'll fly to Ontario and then fly back to like, from Ontario. Okay. Got it. But, yeah, and you said it's the end of May. Yeah, May 23rd. May 23rd. I, I was just, I was just like, I was trying to like review in my head because. Uh, because I know Amber says she's not competing for a while, uh, but you know, I I'd like an excuse to like come up. So I was trying to say I was like I'd love to come and watch that. Uh, yeah. Oh really? So be able to sit down at Chris's at March? Yeah. Oh nice. Well, uh, I'll I'll definitely try to make it up. She is. Oh, you cut. Co- oh, that'd be cool if you both come. Yeah, I'll probably not bring the squat suit and shirt and stuff, but I imagine we'll be training with uh, or training with Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know if anyone's ever lifted equipped in that gym before, so. I mean, I feel like you probably should bring it then, man. I feel like they would like they probably would enjoy like having it there. If I, I know Chris, you know, if I know Chris, like they they probably have you know have fun with it, so. I feel like you should. If you, if you guys come down, like, just bring it. It'd be fun. Yeah, fuck, I probably need briefs to try to squat with that. Dude, <laughs> he, 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 I know, he is strong. Well, I mean, you're lucky. He's, I mean, he's recovering his leg, so, you know, <laughs> you know, he'll. That's a dirty, that's a pretty dirty win. <laughs> it is a dirty win. It is a dirty win. It is yeah. a dirty win. Yeah, he, he's, he's a, he's a freak, but he's great. And, um, you know, I, I, I mean, hell, you let me know when you guys will be up there, like, enough, I'll gladly, because it's not that far for me, it's a, what is it, took like a two-hour flight, took like a two-hour flight uh, over there? Well, like, I'll, I'll just do whatever she does, she'll probably tell me when I'm leaving, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't control that. Yeah, well, well, you, you guys, let, you guys let me know when you, when you book it, because I, I would, I definitely would love to be there when you guys are there, because, I've been wanting to go up there. I was supposed to go up there actually a few weeks ago to train with them and it didn't pan out and I was bummed. But, uh, yeah, it'd be, if you guys are going to be there, I'll, it's even more incentive. So that'd be cool. Yeah, I think her plan was like in the March. Cool. Yeah. No, that would, that would that'd definitely be fun. Um, 
I've actually I've actually been wanting to do a meet up there at some point. Because uh, I used to live up there, and I, I'd actually love to live up there again. So it's a it's a it's a special place for me. It's really it's it's cool there. If you've never been, yeah. it's pretty cool. I've only been to one place in the state so far. So. Oh, where where? Uh, Tucson, Arizona. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not a great <laughs> first experience. Yeah, I had to go there for work. Oh man, they could have. Should have given you something better than that. Like fuck. <laughs> Even Phoenix would have been better than that. Yeah, only yeah, Phoenix would be better than that. Well well then Yeah, well we went up to we drove up to Scottsdale and checked it out. Okay. Right. Yeah, Scottsdale's better. It it is, yeah. Actually my my sister is moving to Scottsdale actually um yeah. beginning of next year. Like yeah, she likes it there. So yeah, that's a better area. Um Yeah. Not so. Tucson was definitely not the greatest area. No, 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 it's not. I'm sorry, and I'm sorry, Tucson. If anyone's listening from Tucson, it's not my fault that you you live there, and we didn't choose, we didn't tell you to live there. So, um, it's much better. I'm not a big fan of snakes either. So, yeah, they got lots of that there. So that's not a great spot. No, I didn't didn't see one for two weeks, which was quite nice. Yeah, but not uh, sure how it reacts. Um, it's a little weird. I'm gonna tell you, like I, I grew up, like I grew up in Oregon, which is you know right below Washington, and and you know, we don't have the same type of snakes, but they're snakes. So like you kind of like see them, and you're just like, it's like you treat them like a bee, like you don't get too close, you see them, but you try not to react, and you're like, I'm just gonna keep moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, squats a thousand pounds doesn't like snakes, so it's cool. Yeah, well, it's way it is. Yeah, exactly. Hey man, Indiana Jones didn't like snakes either, and he did just fine. So it's cool. There you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I, I I told I told Amber I think she should compete down here. I think she would have a blast, and she would do really well. So it would you guys yeah, should I think definitely get what she wants to do. I know that for sure. Yeah, uh, I, I told her. Yeah, I told her like in November is is the the national on oh, November. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the nationals down here. For and um, or maybe it was uh, the double check the month. Maybe I fucked that up. But I know at the end of next year, there's there's the nationals, and I'm not sure if they would like take her total from from up there. I feel like they would because I, I think she definitely would already qualify. Uh, but I think that would be really fun uh, for you guys to do, and it, it's a really fun meet. Like I've been to it. It was in Vegas just a couple weeks ago. And I was there, and it was really cool. And, uh, yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. So Yeah, well, like, her plan was to do with, like, 2020 there, and I want to compete in the WPO in 2021. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, that's, that's the big goal. Because, like, if I total what I want in uh, May, May there, that's actually it's a qualifier for it. Nice. So if I total what I want, I'll definitely – I should have a good enough qualifying total to at least – be there and participate, not compete, but participate. <laughs> uh, you don't. Uh, you don't. You, you You don't think that'd be enough to even compete? Oh no, not for first place. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm not as like up to speed That's on some of the. Bobby, you're not first or last, right? Say what? That's Ricky Bobby. You're not first. Or if last. you're not first, you're last. Like that's that's true. Second is first loser. <laughs> yeah, second is first loser. Yeah. Unfortunately, the guy takes first there's pretty much unbeatable so yeah yeah fucking mr mr hoff the <laughs> fucking monster yeah he's a monster for sure that's not even 
But yeah, I, I don't even yeah, know what. Like, I, don't, I don't care what people say about him. You can't argue the fact that that guy's fucking strong. I, I, I don't, I don't have no idea. What, I, don't, I don't pay attention to much of anything. I just, I, yeah, I just look at the total. Like that guy, he's insane. Yeah, uh, he squatted 1273 and benched, I think, 1,030. Yeah, and then uh, and he pulled like eight something, right? I think he did. Yeah, he had more, he had more of the tank, too, I'm pretty sure. He, he saves it in case someone ever does come up. I, I, I think so, yeah. I don't, I honestly, I, I feel like that's something that I, I see a lot with a lot of the, the little bit of the equip guys that I have watched. Like, I feel like they just kind of like use deadlift as like a, like a whipped cream. Like, what, like, what do I need to pull to like finish out the day? Oh, okay, cool. Like, whatever. Yeah. And they don't. I mean, that's, that's, that's how I would just love to be like actually compete with that guy. That'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I I've heard that he's not like he's really nice. So like, because like, I I interviewed uh, Jack Canberra from fifty. He's from Hawaii, and he's uh, Stacia's you know uh, boyfriend. And Stacia competed at the WPO um, in the female division, and she's little like hundred pound monster. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if you watched her, if you watched the women's at all, but yeah, Stacia's a beast. Uh, oh, that's stupid. Dude, you should have told me. I would have just like Instagram lived it to you and like there you go. Um, <laughs> I'm the videos. Uh, I wonder if I can get it to you because yeah. So so the 50 barbells. They're the gym. They're in Hawaii. I got to go to the train there, and it's Jack Canberra is his name, and then Stacia is his girlfriend and she's and she competes she competes she competed the wpo equipped and she also competes raw like she competed at boss of bosses she competes at boss of bosses and reebok record breakers so she's elite in raw and equipped in her weight in her weight class like she's insane yeah she's she and she does she'll do crossfit competitions in the off season for funsies so to be like cool i'll do it like she's insane my CrossFit competition is walking on the stairs to my truck. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, and this, and this, like, she's she's crazy. Like, I when I interviewed them, I was like, "How many like competitions like of any kind have you done this year?" And she's like, "Uh, it'll be ten. Like after the WPO and after Record Breakers, she had done ten competitions of all kinds, just like total over the year." And she's yeah, she's she's really yeah, she's she's great and. I have to get, she's like 105 pounds, 100 pounds, whatever that weight class is. And uh, like, I want, I just, I want to see if I can like bring up her, the total she did at the WPO. It was great. Like I watched, I watched her. She, she had a really great meet there. Um, yeah. The, well, that, that meet there, that's all my ex conditioning. Uh huh. There's the two gym owners there. Tara Weber competed at the WPO there too. Pretty sure she got first. I believe, yeah, she got, she got first. Yeah. For, for the women's. Yeah. So she's, she's a freak, though, so yeah. very, very strong. Yeah. So, okay, so I got it. So Stacia, I think I think she, she got third place. She went eight for nine. She got uh, 1107, to, 1107 total at 104.3 pound body weight. Yeah. Um, and she... Body weight total. Yeah, fucking ten time body weight total. This chick did four twenty four for her third squat and got it. Uh, she did 
281 for her last bench. Got it. And then deadlift, she got 402 for her second, which was like a two-pound PR for her. And then she went for 413 on a third, and they – what did they call it on? I think they called it on lockout. Yeah, yeah, I think I think they they called her on on soft block out. Um, I was like, am I trying to like watch the video? Wait, wait, no, nah. no, she could, she didn't, she couldn't quite lock it out. So she couldn't quite lock it out. That's why she couldn't get it. But she almost did. So yeah, so that that's her. Yeah, ten times body weight, over ten times body weight total. Uh, she she nuts. And then yeah, yeah and then record. Then she did record breakers, which was only like a week and a half, two weeks. It was like two weeks after. Yeah. That wasn't very fast. That wasn't very fast. Yeah. So she got two two eighty one on her third squat, and she, they did it pretty conservative too, because obviously she just did that, and uh, like once at the bench, like so it's like just she's just insane, like in that sense, like it was pretty cool. It's cool to see. No, it's, it's impressive. Yeah. Um. So when is so if you yours is the end of May and then you said if you get to qualify you would do it in twenty twenty one so when is the next yeah. when would be the next W is it not every year or well there's a twenty there's one in twenty twenty but in order to qualify for the one in twenty twenty you have to do a competition in twenty nineteen oh I see okay so uh, I have to do my competition twenty twenty to qualify for twenty twenty one okay that makes sense okay yeah because I know like down here you like I know that the cutoffs are. Like, uh, depending on when your one in 20, the one in 2020 would be like, if it was years, the end of May and like, let's say it was in like, uh, November, the cutoff would probably be like five or six months beforehand. So yeah, like if I wanted to qualify for the 2021, I'd have to do a competition. Like pretty much right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 No, no. Okay. I see. I see. Is it no time? Like APF for a federation that's supported by the WPO, right? Right. Yeah, that makes sense too. So, how many federations do you guys actually have uh, up there? Oh, it, there's a lot. There's a lot. Okay, because I know we have a lot. I, I wasn't sure if you guys, you know, what how many you guys have. Yeah, there's like the GPC, the CPF, and there's up to the IPF, and there's hundred uh, percent raw. There's there's a lot. There's a lot. Okay. And it's good to know that it's not just us then. <laughs> Why? No, I don't really think it's a bad thing. It's a lot of like like different levels of lifters complete like a piece. Right. Yeah, no, it is. Um I mean for here the only like uh we get some inconsistency in judging quality. So like no, yeah, that's that's common everywhere though. Yeah, I, I agree. I think so too. But uh, like if someone gets their list called, they always have a complaint about it or yeah, no matter what. That's powerful. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Do you guys have a tested and non-tested division? Obviously, IPF is tested, but I don't know if like yeah, do you have any more. I think there's. I think there's some tested and non-tested. Okay. Divisions. Yeah, because I know. I know for us. Uh, yeah, because I know for us, we're pretty much like except for the USAPL, which is obviously a part of the IPF. All of ours are all of the federations all have both divisions except for USAPL does does not uh, yeah. in that but so 
Nice. Yeah. It, it's, it's always interesting. Like I, I like hearing the different like cultures, you know, from the two and like similarities, but um, yeah, I, I think it'd be, it'd be cool for, for you both to come and compete down here. I honestly, I'd like to see more uh, interchange. Like I'd love to compete up there. Like I, I love competition for that reason. Like it's the best reason to like go travel Go somewhere different, like yeah. Go somewhere different. Check out gyms, meet new people. Yeah, and honestly, I like I liked I like to you know see how they run meets, like the different judging, regardless if I like it or not. Like it's a it's a you know it's an experience. It's cool. It like gives yeah. you know something uh, gives something to it. You know. Um, I definitely got a couple of gyms on the list that I want to go to down there. Like uh, I want to train in the lead FTS one day. And yeah. Definitely, definitely want to say barbell. Yeah. Just to. There. just to be there yeah i mean you, you have to at some point it's you know it is so um yeah i i also i'd love to do elite fts um kabuki uh in oregon i've been there i highly recommend it it's a lot of fun yeah that'd be a cool place too yeah that place is a that guy's not you. no he's not man he's i he's, he's not like it's I, I met i met him like twice now and just like his like his back is is ridiculous. His his like his like his back looks like quads. Like his like his shoulder. I think, right. I think when he gets older, like as the way that they need to like he needs to donate his body to science. Yeah, like what like, what did you do? <laughs> yeah, like what is he actually like? What is I don't think he's human. <laughs> no, I, I agree, man. I don't I don't think he is. Like I, I saw he did like nine fifteen for three the other day. Oh yeah, like, he, I don't know. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't understand him. Like, it just like whatever he does is just insane. Yeah, all the time, and it always looks good too. Like he, oh, his, barefoot looks easy for him. Yeah, like he, like his back never breaks position. His head position is the nope. same. Like, and like it's on top of like him being a strong guy. He's actually very intelligent too. Oh, he's so smart, dude. So I, I went there. I, I'm the only one in the gym, which was kind of cool. Like, uh, there was a couple other people. They had left. He walks in. Inside of like drinking, like he was like in a meeting or whatever, like drinking a soda or whatever. And he's like, Oh, hey, you dropping in? And I was like, Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, want to come check out the place? I, you know, had to lift here. He's like, Cool, want me to show you around? And I was like, Of course I do. <laughs> like, yes, I do. So he shows me around the whole shop. He's like, I'm working on a new truck, like an like a like a four by four, like you know, off roading truck. He's like, It's in the back, you want to see it? And I was like, Oh yeah, if you want to show it to me. He's like, All right, cool, come here. And so he like we we probably for like an hour he shows me around and shows me all his toys, and at the end of it, he was like he was like he's like if you want are you, he's like what are you doing I'm like I'm gonna do everything I was like I'm here I kind of want to use everything, he's like well here you can use my bar he gave me his like his personal duffalo bar and it's black it's a black bar with it has full knurling there's no like uh, rings on it it's just all knurling, which is kind of cool, so it's all grippy he's like you can use that. He's like, you can use that bench. He's like, here, we have one of our like deadlift bar prototypes. He's like, easy, you can use that. And he like, he like set me up, and that was, that was my day. I spent like three hours there. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. yeah. So if you, yeah, get, definitely good to go there. They they're they're really nice. They'll 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 hook you up. It's cool. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to get along with the, the, the off-road lifting trucks. Yeah, yeah, dude. He's dude. He. Dude, the, some of the machines he has back there, the machinery, they make their own shit. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's incredible. Like, yeah. Things he, can, things he thinks of. Yeah. Like, even just, like, their new, like, trap bar, it has, like, you know, you can put it up and do all that. Like, it's it's so cool. Like, I, he's, on, he's on another level. Like, I, 
I'm sitting here motion. I think I'm like, I wish I would have invented toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> things like that. <laughs> yeah, and he's over and he there. Thinks, he thinks, thinks he thinks that was just ridiculous. Yeah, like I said, like, and he's just he's just really kind. He's really nice. Like I even had emailed him like to like you know or messaged him to like about being on the show. You know, which you know, I was like, you know, it's a long shot, but I was like, why not? You know, he actually he got back to me and he was like, he's like, hey man, like, uh, well, send me your show and I'll take a look at it. And so I did. He's like, he's like, cool. He's like, you know, I see what you're doing. He's like, uh, honestly, you're a little small for me still. You know, he's like, you know, you could, I would like you to grow a little bit, uh, kind of develop your show a little bit more. He's like, and when you do that, he's like, you know, hit me back up. And I was like, cool. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you for like giving me some like feedback and like some advice. And, you know, he like, he was like, yeah, not just like, no, he was, he was like, he was like, he's like, no, this is really, he's like, it's cool. He's like, yeah, I think you need to grow a little bit and like, you know, just kind of find more of your niche. And he's like, he's like, he's like, and you know, when you do that, like, you know, hit me back up and we'll talk. And I was like, cool. Thanks. I really appreciated the, you know, the constructiveness. And he got back. He's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, thank you for being receptive to it and not just like being mad. I was like, no, I appreciate it. You know? Yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's definitely so yeah he's a good person to have in sport for sure yeah i i agree i agree and yeah there's 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 a lot of good people a lot of good gyms obviously chris's gym looks like a lot of fun i'm looking forward to training there and then um also down here in california there's a california elite which is down in san diego is super fun they got lots of toys so, Actually, yeah, California Elite. That's a uh, Gracie's gym. I don't know if you know oh, that. They're the ones who, yeah, they put on the Kern. So okay, yeah, definitely not. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's them. But their their gym is their gym is cool. The gym is super fun. Um, what else? Uh, and then Stronghouse in Vegas, which is uh the Scott's gym. Yeah, that's yeah. They got a, they got a good spot too. They got a lot. They got all the good toys. So. Yeah, definitely worth trying. Um, yeah, there's definitely some places to check out down there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I imagine, I imagine when we go down there, we'll be checking out a lot of places. I mean, that's exactly what I do. Like, when I travel, I just look for gyms that I want to go to, and then I just, like, plan around that. Like, that's that's how I <laughs> that's how I plan yeah. trips. No, I, definitely, I definitely have to go bench with Scott Mendelson. That would be really cool yeah man i i will i will bribe you guys to come down and visit like i'll bet you scott do it like he's an hour away so yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not far it's pretty pretty actually he's probably even less than that like it, it was pretty it's pretty close so it's, it's pretty fun it's it's like in this like it's cool because it's like in a part of like la that's like small you know like it's a well i mean it's la it's big but it's small for la and then it's just like it's like tucked away, and you won't even know that there's a gym there, unless you like look in the window, and like and then it's like you see Scott's stuff, you see all of his pictures. Like it's pretty, it's cool. It's a it's a good vibe to it. Yeah, I've seen some videos of him the gym and stuff like that on Instagram that he posts. Yeah, definitely looks like a pretty sweet gym. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, oh man, I I know you. I mean, and you you also coach as well. I know that. I'm uh, just kind of starting. Just kind of starting. But yeah, just just kind of started up. Yeah, maybe like a month and a bit ago. Oh really? I I thought yeah, I thought it was longer. Well, cool. Well, hey man, I mean, no, like I, I've always thought about it, but then like everyone with their dog does it nowadays. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for a little while, but then you see a lot of people who get training from people that you're kind of like, oh, 
don't know if I'd be doing that, but yeah, you're like I, I definitely. So then I figured, I figured I'd put it out there and, and see, see if anyone did on it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, keep doing that, man. Because honestly, like, I mean, you, uh, I mean, as like I said, it's I mean, why I want to have you on, like. I mean, obviously, I got to talk to Amber, and you know, you guys, you know, you guys are together. Yeah, but probably a lot more interesting than I am. <laughs> I mean, don't give her a big head now, man. Don't let's not do that. But well, she can she can talk someone's ear off if she wants to. Hey, uh, but but I mean, you you've been in the sport for a long time, and you know, like if, you know, if you like, even just like I think, at least for me, like you, I can watch somebody lift, and you can tell that they how much care they put into it, how much time they put into it just by, you know, how they lift the technique, just, I don't know. I think there's something you see when you see someone, just the way they approach a bar, some people to kind of do it, you know, what's forgotten about nowadays with a lot of people is that it's like what Donnie Thompson said years ago. And a lot of the big lifters said years ago, or like, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Yeah. And everyone wants to get A to B so damn fast that they're willing to put their bodies through absolute hell to do it. And it's kind of like, well, like you see these big name lifters like Donnie Thompson. I didn't think he didn't break world records till he was in his thirties. Yeah. Then he got Dave off. who's early thirties right now. I believe he's 32 or 33. He's still breaking world records. Yeah. Even though he, he, he looks like he's like in his forties, but because, <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, you know, and it is it's like, and everybody wants it fast I mean, well, I know we've all been guilty of it. I mean, I, and luckily, you know, you, you know, hopefully at least for me, like, I feel like I'm lucky that I've been able to talk to like really, you know, to really smart people who've been in the sport a long time, who've been able to show me, you know, like how to do that. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, that's fortunate. And I think more people need to know that and, and to try to, yeah, just to try to enjoy the process too. Like we all want to get stronger. Yeah, like, yeah you gotta enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, why would you do it? Yeah, I don't know. And some people, I think they want to do it fast because they want, like, they want again, they want the end goal. They want to be first, you know, and you know, be that guy as opposed to, I don't know, like doing it for the sake, you know, again for you know for the enjoying it for the process and like earning it. You know, they want the yeah. result. They don't want the work that comes with it. Uh, on that, well, it's like everyone sees like, uh, like well, Dan Bell just broke the all-time world record there. Yeah, and everyone forgets that he's been doing this for a very long time. Yeah, <laughs> he's been around for a long time. Yeah, and and it's like, and I, I had a really good like piece of advice. Like someone was like, well, you know, if you put, you know, you know, five pounds on all of your all of your lips every six months, he's like, dude, that's it, only five pounds. Like that's all you added every six months. He's like, that's one pound a year. He's like, you know, and you know, in three years, that's, uh, um, you know, that's, you know, he's like, that's good. That's good. Few, you know, a few pounds. Like, he's like, that's that's still good progress. He's like, now, of course, you're gonna get more than that. He's like, but if you think about it, he's like, either way, you're gonna make progress. You know, and as it's long, just as long as you beat yourself, it's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. Like you will, like exactly. As long as you're, as long as you're stronger than where you were. And if you can even be happy with the process, even with the, you know, again, the, the ex, the brain exercise of, if you only did, you know, what got one pound a year, you know, do you, would you still enjoy the process? But of course you're going to, you will get more than that. Like actually, but you know, yeah. Like just be yourself, like be, be better than you were yesterday and, yeah. and do that. So, um, uh, so 
like um, like obviously everyone's hard on themselves about what they do versus like because like I've always compared myself. I don't compare myself to people around me. I've always compared myself to the best. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, I've always I've always had that drive through. You look at all the guys that throw up the bigger numbers. You're kind of like, well, fuck, like I gotta get there. Yeah, man, uh, I do the same thing. Like, and what's that? Like, and I, I'm far off. Like, I'm I'm gonna be 30 next month, and like, I, and I beat myself up that I didn't start in the sport earlier. I wish I did. Like, I started lifting at like 21. Yeah, you still have 20 years, 30 years, right? <laughs> yeah, you do. You know, and I think I think some of it comes because people want they want to, you know. I mean, to be real, I think no one wants to be old and get progress. Like, you want to enjoy. Uh, you want to, yeah, you want to progress by the time like you're 40 or, 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 or sooner, man, people fucking want that shit yeah. by the time like now, you know, and it's like, uh, you know, yeah, I just, I wish I, you know, I wish I started sooner, you know, when I, I, if I, I wish I would have found the sport, like when I started lifting, you know, when I first like yeah. learned to lift, I wish I found it. I think I would enjoy it, but who knows? Maybe I would have done something stupid. Um, <laughs> but you know, but so, yeah, you, you know, I compare myself to like the best of my way and I just like, see how far, you know, I have to go to get there and and like i don't you know i don't uh so you're like uh, i'm not really proud of my like of my numbers i actually was just reminded today like a, a friend of mine you know she was like she's like you know you know we're hard on ourselves uh you know what we say is baby weight or it's not that he's like but what we lift is probably somebody's dream weight or something that they'll never get to you know, yeah, it's true. Like, I mean, it's, of course you want to compare yourself to the best and they have these like huge numbers, but still got to put it into perspective. Like, you know, like, you know, you, like, you have, you know, you were able to stand up with a thousand pounds on your back. Like, I mean, fuck off. You didn't hit depth. You still went down and still came back up and you're not dead. So that's pretty cool. My depth problem is definitely just more time in the gear and getting used to it again. Yeah. But other than that, like, that was just, that, that was all just completely on me. Like, I can't even blame the judges for it at all because, like, my 1003 was pretty darn close. Like, it kind of went either way depending on what kind of judge you have or whatever people say that. Yeah. But it was, like, I'm not going to argue with a call on that, on that depth at all. Yeah. You know, and like, at the time, at the time, I was pretty pissed off. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't mean not to, not to get quite upset about it, but yeah, especially when I took a thousand forty and I, I took that down and came back up with it, I was like, "Fuck, oh, man!" <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Just give me something here." But yeah. I, was like, I couldn't even. I went, I went two for no, I went one for nine. Yeah, weights. Went one white light the entire squad, all all three of my squads. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, I can't even get, I can't even get one more white life. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, and, and it is, like you said, it's frustrating, but you can't really argue. But but nonetheless, like, you moved the weight. Like, of course, again, we have our standards, just competition standards, but, yeah. like, you know, we, we are fortunate enough to be strong enough to, to like, move. I mean, that, it's inhuman. Like, if we were to go back, like, you know, 20 years and be like, hey, do you know a 25-year-old Canadian that'll, you know, squat over 1,000 pounds? They'd be like, no. And I don't think that's possible. You know, so it's like 25 years ago, there was guys that were squat thousand or off. That's true, but most people didn't know about them. <laughs> no, they were not, well, they were not even knew about powerlifting. I would say powerlifting, like powerlifting hasn't even grown since the last like probably five, maybe yeah, about five years. I'd say it's grown significantly in the last five years. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like so when I first started, like I don't even think 
no one really even knew what Equipped was. No, yeah. It's kind of just a thing that they know Westside did, and that's it. They were like, hey, Westside Barbell, this is Westside Barbell, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, that's really it. And, like, I know, like, uh, pictures that, like, uh, Larry, the owner of my gym, the old school guy, you know, he has pictures of himself lifting from back in, you know, the early 80s and 70s. And it's, like, in a yeah. it's like in a basketball court, man. Like, they did the meets, like, in <laughs> a high school basketball. Like, he literally is at, like, uh, like in the middle, like, uh, the center of a court. And he's like, he's lifting. Like, I'll, 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 find, I'll see the picture when I go in the gym. I'm going to take a picture and send it to you just so you can see. It's kind of cool to see, like, he's on the cover. Yeah, like, how far it's come. And, like, like you, like, and, People yeah. consider raw nowadays. Like, if you take raw nowadays to what raw was back then, it's not raw. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure back then there were squat with, like, boxing hand wraps and knee wraps, man. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember I remember uh, Ed Cohn said that. He's like, the knee wraps back in the day weren't, like, what they are now. They're, yeah, they were just, like, some bandages. You know, they just yeah. were, you know, they just got some bandages that they would double up and just tie them really, really tight and just try to, like, get something out of it. But, yeah, that's uh, people talk about big numbers nowadays, but, like, you know, the, in my opinion, I think the numbers back then were much, like, were the, I can't say much more impressive, but to me, they're more impressive because of what they actually had to work with. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like, the, <laughs> the in comparison. The education goes and, like, in the gear and powerlifting goes. Yeah. In general, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, like, I'm going to say, like, that picture of, uh, like, there was, like, I guess this, like, really small, like, powerlifting magazine back in, I think, the early 80s or maybe mid-80s. And Larry the, Larry, the gym owner, is on the front of it. And, again, it's in a basketball gymnasium. And he's in a suit. And you should see it's, like, a blue squat suit. That basically looks like a singlet. Like it looks like a singlet. Like it would be a singlet now, but you can like look really close and you can see like it's thicker. But it's just it's just crazy to look at. Like you just like see just like how old and it's like they don't. Even, they're not even. I don't think he even had kilo plates on. I'll have to like look. Like it's it's a trip. It's it's a trip. So, but it's kind of cool. Like nonetheless, like it, it's cool. I remember I was like watching the the West Side documentary, like the documentary that they had, and they were showing an old. Uh, picture of Louis back in when he was younger and he was squatting and they had said that like the old squat suits were just like denim they were just like really yeah. thick denim like overalls essentially yeah pretty well yeah pretty well yeah <laughs> you, know, you can still you can still buy denim shirts I think yeah yeah or something like that yeah so that's, that's what it used to be yeah like I was kind of curious yeah, I was like, I was like, denim. Like, I'm like, I wonder. I, I, I thought the same thing. I was like, I kind of want to like know what that feels like. Like, basically, like in jeans, you know, <laughs> like yeah. it's basically what it is. They're like, yeah, they're, yeah. There was like, yeah, there was like really tight jean overalls, and that's what they Pretty used. Much the girls right now is to go to the mall. Exactly, exactly. Because <laughs> you know, but you know, that's cool. I'll, I'll, I'll rock that. I'll see. I'll see if I can lift in that. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No one really does it anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that it'd be interesting. But yeah, I that's uh, one thing I kind of I do kind of hope. I, I do hope that kind of like going forward, like I would like to see like both styles, like more. Like I like was one thing I was bummed. Like with the WPO, like I thought it was a bit of like a mistake for that they didn't maybe have a, a raw division too. And maybe it was a money thing. Like you know, maybe they weren't able to do that. But, like, I think it would have been cool if they just did that. Like, you know, have, you know, maybe even a little less lifters than the equipped. I think the WPO is yeah. more geared because that's what it was before. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, it was. So, like, and, they're still, so they're still keeping that standard, right? Like, it's just an equipped powerlifting. Right. Because there's, like, 
the curve, you can't show up in a squat suit the curve. Yeah, no, exactly. I know, so and it's kind of like that, right? Yeah, it is, and I, and I get that, but I'm saying I think that's where both sides make the mistake. Like, if the current were to allow, yeah, the current were to allow some of like the you know top equip lifters, that would be really cool. Same time, I think WPO, like if you you know, it's like, uh, you know, were you to yeah, you know showcase the other part, of, like the showcase the sport as a whole, you know, for both sides. Like, don't stop, don't short side people to only one side of the sport when there's a, a really big, there's more to it. Like there are multiple sides. And like you said, like whatever you're, it's just whoever wants to lift, like whoever, however they want to lift it, let them lift it. Um, and so I just, I, I know that they, they want to like keep that, but I feel, I feel at some point, you know, whether it's Kern or it's WPO or just someone, I feel like, I think it would be cool that, that somebody finally h- highlights both and like celebrates both. No, it doesn't just try to, like, you know, segregate. That, yeah, that, that would definitely be a big change, but I don't know if that'll ever happen. <laughs> maybe not. Or, or, hell, maybe maybe eventually I'll do it. I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll do raw, yeah, raw right. you know, raw on a Saturday and equipped on a Sunday. Like, you know what I mean? Like, however, yeah. you know, however you want to do it. But uh, I would like to see that. Like, personally, like, as someone in the sport, like, as a fan, like, I would like to see – like you said, it's just you go to a meet, you sign up, and you know you sign up for it. And however you want to lift the weight is how you show up and how you do it. Like you obviously you, you mark it. Like yeah, I'm gonna do equipped, or this person does you know wraps or whatever. But you know you can you can do that, and I think that'll I don't know, I think that'd be cool for the sport eventually. Yeah. So personal opinion, but um, well yeah, man. Uh, you know I know it's kind of. It's, you know, it's not too late over there, but uh, you know, I don't want to take too much of your time. But I really appreciate you like coming on. I know it's kind of you know kind of weird, but uh, I enjoy yeah, talking to you. My first, the first one I've ever been on. Yeah, so. well, it's cool. I mean, it's the first show I've ever created too. So it's you know yeah. it's you know we're all we're all learning. Uh, but I think oh, yeah. it's, I think it's fun. Like I like I said, it gives me a chance to talk to you know people like you and Amber, and um, I think it's you know. It's cool to kind of like what I said when I was texting you, like uh, I wanted just to do something like, you know, when you go to a gym or you go somewhere and you travel and you meet somebody and you just kind of strike up a conversation with somebody and it you know becomes a really cool or fun, insightful conversation that you learn from somebody at the gym. I kind of wanted to recreate that like in this, in this setting. And that's why I like to talk to all different kinds of people. Like, I don't care if they're known or they're not known or whatever. Like if they're a cool person, I think they're a smart like passionate lifter, like I think that's that's fun. Like that's someone who I want to talk to in the gym, you know. Yeah, uh, so you know, so I appreciate you taking the time and. Uh, you oh, know, no, no, that's the best. You know, I appreciate you having me on here. Of course, you know, and I hope you know. I hope hey, I hope people you know you know come to you because I think you know, you, just, you have lots of experience and a lot of knowledge to give, and I would love to you know love to see you do your thing. So. I mean, isn't that what it is, though? Like, we all we, we steal knowledge. Like, I mean, f- I mean, fuck, I'm I'm st- I'm stealing from you right now by asking you questions. So, <laughs> I've taken knowledge from everyone from like John Gaglion to Mendelssohn to like message Dave Hoff before. I've <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. Even I'm, trainer that I have right now made our view. Yeah, like, but it's great, man. But that's how we learn. Uh, you know, that's. Uh, it's the elite FTS. Like it's their motto. You know, you live, you learn, and you pass it on. 
So like we're all live, learn, pass on. Like that's that's part of it. And if you're if you're not sharing what you learn, you're not really. I think you're not really growing. You're just trying to like hoard. Exactly, and and that's when you learn, man. Like I feel like when you teach something that you learned is when you really learn it because you have to yeah. deliver it differently, in that sense. So that's that's the goal: live, learn, and, and pass on, and that's and that's cool. So. All right, man. Well, thank you again so much. I, like I said, I, I really look forward to, uh, you know, being able to train with you guys sometime. I would love to come up and visit or see you when you guys come down. So just keep me posted. Cause I, I would love to do that. Yeah, sure. All right, man. All right. You have a good night. Till I'm right. say good night. Yeah, well. All right, brother. All right. Bye-bye. Right, talk, talk to you. Bye. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Mr. Alex for coming on. Um, you know, you know, sharing your knowledge and I hope you guys learned something, you know, I said, like I said, I would love to see both sides of the sport, both equipped and raw of all kinds. Like just do, you know, we all do the thing. We all lift the weight. How you decide to lift the weight doesn't matter. High bar, low bar, sumo, conventional, wide grip, close grip, squat suit, no suit, bench shirt, you know, like whatever it is, like we're all just trying to do the thing. So, you know, support each other, respect each other, learn from each other, and then pass it on. Because like Dave Tate says, live, learn, pass on. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Shout outs to our sponsors, Viking Performance, and uh, to you guys for tuning in and, you know, picking up what I'm putting down. I appreciate you guys. As always, I'm Nicholas, and this is Nerd to Live Podcast. <laughs> Thank you.